0: Hi, this is Isaac.
1: This is Caleb. And I'm Ryan. We are the King's Advocate Podcast. Uh, you'll notice this episode, we don't have Brandon with us. Um, he uh, he had some things that he had to take care of. Uh, but today, uh, we're excited to record this podcast, uh, talk about the topic. I, I'm excited. I think it's something that I really need to work on in my life. I think it's probably something that hopefully I'm not completely alone in. We We all have trouble with it at different times. In our lives, and that's um, that's complaining. So, um, I think uh, complaining is is actually very similar to another topic we we talked about uh, last season: um, gossiping. I think it's it's very very similar to gossiping, in, in my opinion, and I think it's uh, you know I think it's just as insidious as as gossiping. It's just as it's really just as harmful as gossiping. But I want to I want to read a couple verses. This may be a little bit on the shorter side because I think it's it's fairly. Um, I think it's fairly, you know, get to the point, you know, we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to complain. But uh, Philippians 2, um, 14 through 16. Let's go there. Philippians two, fourteen through 16 says, Do all things without murmurings and disputings that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. So I think, um, I think, uh, man, I, I love that first verse. I feel like you could really do a whole lesson on do all things without murmurings, and then you could do a whole other lesson on do all things without disputing, because that's what he's saying there, you know, do do all things without murmurings and disputings, you know, be, be people who don't complain and don't fight. Uh, and then he says, and, and this this part of the verse is interesting. He says that ye may be blameless and harmless. So you know if we're not if we're not people if we're people who murmur and complain and we're people who murmur and 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 fight about things, we are not blameless and harmless. The sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, we are not people who sh- shine as lights in the world. We are we're people who look just like the world. We're people who fit in with the world. But uh, I think this is a is a problem that that a lot of people have and it's it's a problem that i i struggle with from time to time and it's it's something that's um you know it it really to be to be honest it it doesn't help the situation i think i think much like gossiping uh, some of the reason for it is is you know hurt or anger or disappointment and we feel that talking about it complaining about it whatever the situation may be we feel that it's going to make or we think that it's going to make us Feel better, but in all honesty, it doesn't. I mean, it, it it just make. Whenever I start complaining about something that I feel like is irrational, which is generally why I complain, uh, it makes me more mad because I just keep talking about it and I grind myself into my view and my mindset, and I just make myself more upset. You know.
0: I think what's interesting, something I learned when I was in college was uh, we took a we took a class on um, bidding jobs, like construction jobs, and. One of the things they teach us, just to tell you how ingrained this is in our society, is that when you're bidding a job, they have these things called uh, productive man hours. And one of the things they tell you is that if it's too cold or it's too hot, you're going to have to add extra productive man hours to your job because people will stand around and complain more than actually they'll stand around and work or they're like, and then actually do their job. They are more inclined to complain. And you have to factor that into how much is this job going to cost me? Wow. Like, it's that ingrained in our society that when we bid a job, we have to think, okay, how much complaining are my people going to do before they actually get to work?
1: That's pretty amazing that companies actually schedule for that. I did not know that. But, you know, I think that's one area that's probably uh, for, for men most most likely is, is probably, well, not just for men, but I notice it a whole lot more in men, I feel like. But, um, definitely huh
0: well we are men so most of us
1: Uh, i don't know who you're excluding (laughs) in that statement but
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna leave it at that
1: (laughs) um i i feel like in the workplace how about that in the workplace i feel like it's very very common for us to complain about things and i i'm guilty of it and i need to to not i I need to not be i need to not complain because in, in you know truth be told when I go to work, my mindset should not be well, how am I going to have the most easy day, most relaxing day. You know, I'm there to work because they pay me to be there so that I can work, not so that I can just have a great day. <laughs> my my day should be about how can I be productive? How can I do what I was, you know, hired to do and that is to work. Because, you know, that that's a whole another study that you could talk about is being productive because you're hired to work and to to work for your employer is if you were working for God, because you glorify God when you when you work hard. And uh, complaining is is not in my job description and it's it's far from it. But that that's pretty amazing. But it doesn't just you know, that's not the only place that that complaining happens. I think one of the worst places that, that complaining can happen is is in the church. You know, when we complain about things in the church, that is probably one of the most counterproductive things. That's probably one of the most That's probably one of the things that God hates the most is when we start, when we complain about the church or we complain in the church, you know, that's, that is really, really not helpful to, to the cause of the kingdom, you know? Right. Um, I mean,
0: if you have, if you have a legitimate issue with something, then that, and that's worth bringing up that you think is against scripture that's different, I think.
1: Right. Well, and, and, and that's what I mean, you know, like, so. There is a very clear difference between going to your elders or your deacons or whoever you need to, going to them, between you and them alone to try and fix a problem rather than talking to whoever you can talk about to complain about a situation that you don't like. That's different. And I think it's somewhat like, you know it, and, and we talked about this uh, we talked about this on, on the Friday night study as well. you know, when you have an issue with somebody, if you've offended somebody or, or they've offended you, you go to them, and you talk to them about it. And that's not gossiping. That's not complaining. That is fixing an issue with the relationship with a brother or sister in Christ that, that needs to be fixed. And you, you are called to do that. That's why that's why I likened gossiping to to complaining, because I feel like it's very similar. I feel like complaining is just gossiping about a situation rather than a person. That's <laughs> actually a pretty good definition of that. And and it's it's not helpful. It's it's not productive and it's not glorifying to God um
0: if anything it's just as destructive as gossiping because instead of continuing on with the work you're supposed to be doing you're hindering it not only your own work but the people you're complaining to
2: yeah just complaining is not just affecting you it affects the people around you and it's not just causing you to think about this situation in a negative light longer and longer it's causing the people around you to think of it in a negative light longer and
1: longer and uh if you want to read 1 Corinthians 10:10 10, 10 um,
0: Isaac will you read that? In the paper version again. Let me find it. You could tell we're young men cuz I'm using a paper Bible and I have to like go and like sing the song to myself to find these <laughs> books. <laughs> <laughs> 1 Corinthians 10:10 10, 10, you said? Yes. Okay. It says neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer.
1: Aren't you glad that God doesn't punish us the same way that he used to punish people who complained? Um, I probably would have died a long time ago. <laughs> we probably all would have. Um, so what he's referencing there in that in that book there is, uh, or in that, that verse, excuse me, is, is uh, the children of Israel when they were leaving uh, Egypt because they complained quite a bit. In fact, I think their complaining was probably the thing that defined them most. That generation was the, the generation that left Egypt. Their complaining is probably what defined them the most. Their lack of, actually their lack of faith is what defined them the most, but it manifested itself in complaining. I feel like because, you know, when they left and the, the Egyptian army caught up to them and they were about to be killed, or they thought they were about to be ki- killed. They complained, mm-hmm. uh, when they got through the red sea and then, and then they started to get thirsty they complained and they got through and they started to get hungry they complained and then when god fed them with manna from heaven and that's what they had they complained because they felt like there wasn't enough variety uh and then um when they came to the land of canaan they sent in the spies and the spies came back and they said well there's a lot of giants in there and the, the wall the cities are pretty strong and you, can you guess what they did they complained so <laughs> their their lack of faith in god was really truly what defined them but it got so bad that god punished them several times for it and and in this verse references here they complained so much that god actually punished them with death some of them you know he destroyed them at, with the destroyer because they were complaining so much even in the face of all the blessings that god had given them like number 1 he lifted them out of the bond of slavery that's kind of a big deal. He led them through yeah. the red. He parted a sea for them. Kind of a big deal. He poured manna from heaven on them. That's a pretty big deal. Pulled wa- uh, water from to feed millions of people. He pulled it from a rock. I mean, God had given them so many blessings and all they could find time to do was talk about how they didn't have what they wanted. How they were how they were thirsty. How The food that they didn't have enough variety in their diet. I mean, are you serious? You're literally getting food from heaven. And you're Mm. like, I'm kind of tired of this.
0: (laughs) It's it's amazing. It's really an American thing, too, to have so much and yet never have enough.
1: Yeah. And And what I was about to say there was, it's amazing when we look back on them. But in truth, we are looking in a mirror. Like, Truly, we are looking in a mirror or I feel like I'm looking in a mirror when I look at them because my life is so incredibly blessed and I have everything that I need. If if I lost 90% of my possessions, I would still be richer than most of the rest of the world. I would yeah. still be richer than many people in America and and almost all my needs would be provided for if I lost 90% of what I have that's amazing
2: and before you move on Ryan I want to pose a question to the both of you you said that because of their lack of faith they it manifested itself in their complaining do you think then the opposite is true that with more faith there is less uh, cause for complaining and less uh, want and desire to complain and get that out do you think then that f- faith is a fix for complaining um, I
0: think it is I think that's evident in Paul uh, when he's talking about all the things that he's been through in Philippians 4, uh, when he talks about how he knows how to be abased, he knows how to be bound, he knows how to be hungry, he knows how to be full. And at the end of all that, in verse 13, he said, I can do all these things through Christ who strengthens me. It was his faith in Christ that allowed him to be content in every situation he was in. So yeah, I, I definitely think that, that the inverse is true, that if we are content, that shows a assurance of our faith.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, and I, I suppose that you could say, as your faith grows, um, you you realize just how truly bl- blessed you are. I mean, a, as we grow as Christians, I feel like the growth of a Christian can be measured uh, somewhat, not not completely, obviously, but uh, as we grow as Christians, uh, the complaining should tend to to there should be an inverse relationship there. I suppose you could say, mm-hmm. um, but the the opposite of complaining is is rejoicing uh i i believe and instead of complaining instead of you know always belly aching about about things that that are uh that we don't like instead we should be rejoicing and i think in uh, philippians 4 and verse 4 caleb do you want to read philippians 4 and verse 4
2: yeah philippians 4 4 says rejoice in the lord always, and again i say rejoice
1: so, you know, there are time, there are going to be times in our lives where we get into a situation that we don't necessarily like, uh, the, probably daily. And we have two options in that, in, in, that, uh, in that situation, and one of those options is, well, we can complain about it and make ourselves more upset and make the other people around us uncomfortable or also have a negative mindset, or two... We can choose to focus on the positive things that our life has offered us. You know, when I get to work and I'm put on a job that I don't want to do, I can say, I really hate this job and I don't want to do it and I think it's stupid that I'm doing it because there's other people who could be doing it and they could be the ones having to do this sucky job and I wouldn't have to. Or I can think, you know what? I am coming to a job that allows me to provide for my wife and soon-to-be-child and I'm not working outside where it's either raging hot or blisteringly cold. I count that as a blessing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Isaac. No, um, <laughs> that's
0: is fine. And I don't mean to complain or anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were saying count it as a blessing. I can. I can count that as a blessing. That's just one blessing you can't count. Sorry. Um, I mean... <laughs> I paid more than you, so. <laughs> Do you want to compare? Don't complain
0: about it. <laughs> not, at, not at the moment. I don't.
1: Not at the moment. Call me back in five years, then we'll compare. <laughs> um, no, but truthfully, my I have a job that is is very comfortable, and I can I can take joy in that job. And you know what? Even if I had an awful job, that no one in the world had as bad of a job as I. Even if I did, which I don't. I can think about the other multitude of blessings that I have in my life that I can I can cover myself with. You know what? How about the fact that the Son of God came to earth and died for my sins and now I don't have to face the punishment of all the wrongs that I have done in my life. Is that Is that right. not enough for me? It should be. I mean, it truthfully, that should be enough for us in every situation in our life. Even if your life is the worst life on the history of the earth, you still have Jesus. Even if your life... It takes every wrong possible turn. You still don't have to face the sin that you have committed because Jesus did it for you. And that's something that we can rejoice in. That's something that we can be thankful for. That's why he says in Philippians 4 and 4, rejoice in the Lord always. We can rejoice in him always because at the end of the day, if, if our life goes terribly wrong and we still manage to follow Christ the best that we possibly can, we're going to have a home in heaven. And that's not because of the good we did. It's because of the good that Christ did, and it's because of the sacrifice that he made, and I think that's important for us to think about.
0: Yeah, that definitely puts everything into perspective. Like uh, like you were talking about how you would go to work, and you know, you would think, I don't want to be here, I don't want to do this. I had one of those moments recently, uh, a few weeks ago, when it was like 20 degrees outside, maybe, maybe lower, and I went to work and I was like I just do not want to be here. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> but <rough. laughs> then I <laughs> I was thinking about that and this was like 7:30 in the morning maybe. I was just thinking about how I did not want to be there and then I just had like a thought that was, you know, I wouldn't have anything that I have now if it wasn't for this job and I would not have this job if it wasn't for God providing a way for me to get money. Yeah. And that put the entire rest of the day in a completely different perspective. It put me in a completely different mindset than what I was originally thinking about and the things that, that I was thinking about the job and how I didn't want to do it, didn't want to be there, was too cold, you know, all these things. And I was like, you know what? God gave this to me and he gave me this task to provide for myself and for my future family. So I'm gonna do the very best job I could possibly do to do that.
1: And, and that's that's really a mindset that, you know, people, I feel like, sneer at a little bit. Oh, um, count your blessings, blah, blah, blah. You know what? If you truly do count your blessings, seriously, sit down and, and seriously consider the blessings that you have. Seriously consider the blessing of Jesus. Seriously consider all the material blessings that you have. And, and truthfully, if you can still find a way to complain in the face of, of actually considering what you have, Man, you're a callous person. I'm just saying that, <laughs> but but uh, that that's impressive. I you, you can complain with the best of them, I suppose. But that's unfortunately. If there was an Olympic sport for. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bit of. That's not a compliment though. That's not something that we should be happy about. That's something that we should be ashamed of, you know. And, and truthfully, that's something that I I should be ashamed of because especially when like, have you ever gone to like a church event? Or like gone to work for the church and and you started complaining while you're there. Like, man, that's that's rough. That's something we should not be doing. That's something that we should be really, really ashamed of if, if we're if we're taking part in that. We need to not be doing yeah. that. It's surprising
2: how I mean you can read a verse like Philippians two, and it says, Do all things without murmurings and, and disputings. God commanded us to do that. He told us not to do that. If I think about today, I can tell you several times, I could list a lot of times this day that I complained. I was, I was upset today because I had to go get a battery for my car and I was expecting it to be the price of like a normal battery and I thought I was going to pay like $50, instead it was $200. And that was really upsetting to me because we've been focusing on budgeting so much. I'm trying to fit that in the budget and on car maintenance we went $300 over our budget this month. And that's hard because I'm trying to save for a house. And I complained a lot about that. And then you read this verse, do all things without murmurings and disputings. And it makes me wonder, as I go through my daily life, how many times am I disobeying God in just this alone? How many tally marks could I check off of how many times I've done this on a daily basis? That's something you could measure about yourself that would really put it into perspective for you you could keep track of how many times did i complain today and how many times did i rejoice for what i have today Mm. how many times did i go to god and thank him for everything that i have how many times did i stop and think about how grateful i am for all that i have and for jesus dying for me and you could compare those two and see how how grateful of a person you really are
1: well and and i go ahead sorry
0: sorry. Uh, i was about to say caleb you're really getting into my kitchen there because i like, even recently with the way that gas prices have skyrocketed. Like, I, I paid $40 today for gas, and I got three quarters of my tank full. And I have to... <laughs> the the way my car is, this gas guzzler Jeep Wrangler, I have to pay for gas twice a week now. You and, mean this
1: amazing gas guzzler Oh Oh, Jeep yeah. My, my amazing car that's
0: paid off that I love so much, I have to... <laughs> I have to get gas for it twice a week, and it's $40 each time. You get to get gas for it twice a (laughs) week. (laughs) It's such a blessing to pay this much for it. No, but seriously, like, I complain about how gas prices are completely insane. Right. And how, you know, a couple years ago, the gas prices weren't this bad, and that's why I bought this car, because I figured gas prices were going to be the same. And, you know, that's why I bought my dream car, even though it was a gas guzzler. I mean... But I, I complain about that kind of thing a lot. And you can ask Ashlyn. I'm on the phone with her all the time getting gas. I'm like, hey, you won't believe what the gas prices are right <laughs> now. <laughs> so, it, yeah, I mean, it's a
1: hard command to follow. It really, it truly is. But that's, I think that's more to do with our mindset than with the actual, uh, the actual difficulty level of the commandment. Right. You know, and and people, people are just, humans are complainers. We always have been and that's why he he reminds us, you know, not to be. And I think it's very interesting that in this book, so Philippians 2, he says, "Do all things without murmurings or disputings." And then just just 2 chapters later, he says, "Instead, rejoice in the Lord always." And so instead of complaining, rejoice, because that that is the antidote to complaining is rejoicing. Mm-hmm. And and there's one more that I want to I want to read uh, in 1 Thessalonians 5 and, and 18 and i'll i'll go there really quick first thessalonians 5 and 18 the bible says in everything give thanks for this is the will of god in christ jesus concerning you in everything give thanks you know even in the even in the hard times in life even in the things that we don't want to do even in in times where we feel like things are disorganized even in things where we feel like other people are, are doing us wrong you know what those are opportunities for us. Truth be told, First James, uh, isn't it in, First James, James 1, right? Isn't it uh, like James 1 and verse 3? He says, um, let's see, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. That's James 1 and verse 2. Like the opening of that book's basically telling you temptations are an opportunity for you. Give thanks for the opportunities of God that, to, that are, you know, fairly unpleasant, yes, but they are opportunities to glorify God through your behavior, through your reaction to those bad times. That's, I mean, truly, we have only, the, the only opportunities we have in life, Every or rather, every single opportunity in life is an opportunity to give thanks, because either we're giving thanks for the opportunity to glorify God through our actions to a, a bad situation, or number two, we have an opportunity to glorify God through his bountiful blessings to us. And that's, I mean, that's truly... Everything is an opportunity to give thanks. That's what, that's what he says here is in everything give thanks, or this is the will of God in Christ Jesus to you.
2: And imagine how much easier it would be if you had that mindset daily that everything is an opportunity, right? You wake up in the morning, however early or late it is, and head to work, that's an opportunity. I, I typically don't wake up early in the morning and go to work and think this is an opportunity for me. Typically what I'm thinking, and even I've got a really comfortable job, I'll admit, typically I wake up and think, I wish I didn't have to wake up and talk to angry people all day. Instead, I could be thinking, what an awesome opportunity I have uh, to go to this job that God has given me and provide for my family. What an awesome opportunity he's given me to fulfill that role. I mean, going to the church to install lights and clean the floors—what an opportunity to um, uh, tend to our building so that p- new people can come in and and be more welcome, and so that our facilities can be taken care of. And everything is an opportunity. If you had that mindset every day, how much more joyful would you be in everything that you did? Uh, it would be it would be really life changing for me.
1: So that's definitely something I need to work on. And I think a lot of it has to stem from our mindset needs to shift. Our yep. mindset needs to change. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I think people tend to have a negative mindset rather than a positive mindset. People just tend to gravitate towards negativity rather than positivity for whatever reason. Um, and we, we need we need to, to change that. I mean, our, our mindset needs to change because we are saved people. We have nothing but blessings in our life, especially in America, or rather... People in America generally have almost nothing but blessings in their lives. Um, Proverbs 17 and 22 says, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. Now, we talk about... I, I said that complaining generally just drives us further and further into our anger or our hurt. Or, or I think a big part of, of complaining, to be honest, is, is laziness. Uh, I don't want to do this because I don't want to do this because I want to be home because... I'd rather just not do this, you know. <laughs> that's that's really when it when it comes to me, I don't want to do this. That's really <laughs> what it is. I because yeah. I I struggle with laziness to a certain degree. And uh but if my mindset was you know, even even if that is, you know, I, even if I am struggling with laziness, but if I if I just complain the entire time about how much I don't want to do it, it's just going to make my attitude that much worse. But if I can find things to rejoice in, if I can find things to be thankful for it will make me, it will make my heart happier, and you know a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones, so the, the worse of an attitude I am, if I just continue to make myself have a have a worse attitude about it it's not going to make my day any better It's it's going to make it worse and it's not going to glorify yeah. God in the process
0: I think a lot about the apostles when we talk about uh, complaining, uh, especially like from Acts 5, when my neighbor's dog being stupid. Uh, complain about it, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I struggle with this, man. But I I, I think of Acts 5, uh, if anyone had a reason to complain, uh, it would be in this moment when the apostles were uh, taken, they were brought before a council. In verse 40, it says to him, they agreed and they, when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let him go. They left. But the first 41, it says, there, they departed yeah. from the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. Yep. Yep. Which is a very convicting verse for me that they could suffer like that and walk away thinking, man, what a blessing that was to be beaten for the name of Christ.
1: I mean, yeah. And
0: yeah. as you just heard, I was just complaining about my neighbor's dog barking. Like, that's a convicting verse for me. That mm-hmm. I'm not even suffering through the things that they suffered through. And I just can't think, man, what a blessing it is that I have my own house where I have my own neighbors where the dog can be loud all at once and it, I can actually hear it, yeah, whatever, you know? Uh, it's just very convicting for me to think about all the times. I mean, even in this episode that I've complained like
2: and i was just i was just pulling your chain about that (laughs) sorry no no
0: i know but like i was just thinking about it like man i I must complain a lot more than i think if if it's like everything i say in this episode it would be an
2: interesting (laughs) study for each one of us and everyone who's listening to write down how many times you complained in a day and how many times you rejoiced in a day,
1: and I, I I do think that there's a difference between like truly complaining and or and just noting a minor annoyance. Like you you're allowed to get annoyed about stuff. I I don't think that's necessary. I but I don't think that there's a. I think com- complaining generally tends to wander into the territory of when you start talking about it for, you know, more than 30 seconds. You know what I mean? Or lingering on it in your
2: mind. Even if you're not just talking about it to someone, if you're thinking about it for long periods of time.
0: That's a good point, though, Caleb, that you brought up. That if we, like, tallied up how many times we complain in a day versus how many times we rejoice in a day, I think that, myself included, most people would have a much higher count of complaints in a day well and and and
1: like like i I mentioned earlier i really think the antidote to that is we need to learn how to be a more joyful thankful people you know yeah instead of like like let's try to make it a habit in our lives to um to rejoice about things to be thankful about things you know because people i think it's odd you know i I think we would think it was odd if we met somebody who was just like man it's, it's just a really good day today i i you know well, I'm so glad that this is doing this or I'm so glad that this situation is happening or, or, you know, if we if you met somebody like that they would probably have an impact on you, yeah because generally I, I notice people who are super positive positive, like, and they make an impact on me people who are super kind or super generous or who are very very happy, you know, those people make an impact on me because I'm like, wow that, that person, even if they're not in the church like, especially, but people should notice us like that because right we should be those people who are like man that guy's really positive he's just a very thankful person about random things you know and we should be we should be thankful about random things because
0: which, which doesn't mean we never get upset or that right we never, right right yeah because even jesus got upset even he got mad but i'm not saying that to excuse anything i do or say and said well jesus did it too because i think jesus had a Right, Well, I don't think, but Jesus had a righteous way of doing everything he did, so I can't compare myself to him. But, you know, I well, think...
1: I was going to say... Um, sorry, go, actually, go ahead.
0: You finish your thought. I'm sorry. Uh, I I completely forgot what I was trying to say, so <laughs> go ahead. Oops. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> wow. I forgot what I
2: was
1: going to say. You weren't going to say nothing, Caleb. Maybe I wasn't. Oh, man, I can't believe what? that. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, uh, it doesn't mean you can't get upset. So let's try to follow the train of thought here. Like, no. <laughs> we got to work our way backwards. Let's not stop the recording, though. Because I'm well, afraid it'll be harder to edit.
0: No, no, oh. we're not stopping the recording.
1: Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I completely forgot what I was going to say. Uh, and I messed up Isaac in the process
0: there, too. Well, we were talking about. uh Oh no, <laughs> it's okay. Oh, we, we, we were talking about complaining. Well, basically the whole time.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, was, that was broad, yeah. But you got it, yeah. yeah You're were. on the right track. Well, okay. How about this? You know, let let's make a challenge to not only ourselves, uh, but but to anybody who's listening as well. That you know, let's let's make it a, a goal for us to to instead, like, try to replace. You know, you know, like how habits are are hard to break. And and the way that the easiest way to break a habit is to replace it with another habit. Yeah. You know, um, let's try to to form a habit of instead of complaining about random things throughout the day. Let's try to find ways to rejoice and be thankful for 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 things throughout the day. And oh, I remember my point from earlier. That doesn't mean you just like oh thank you Jesus for my car starting in the morning. I I think that's a little bit over the top in my in my opinion. You know, but we can be thankful for things. But I think um, I'm not saying you don't have to be like one of those people who who is exclaiming how thankful you are to Jesus that they had the chicken sandwich that you were looking for. You know, I, <laughs> I t- to be honest with you, I think that cheapens. I think that that it seems like you're cheapening. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about that. But you can be thankful and still be thankful to God without exclaiming how thankful to Jesus you are. You know, if you want to do that, if you want to exclaim how thankful to Jesus you are. Go right ahead. I'm not necessarily comfortable with that. I'm gonna be thankful to God in my heart. Um for the for the but let's uh let's try to find ways to, to, to be more thankful people, to to be to be happier with, with the lot that, that God has given us and the blessings that He has given and us. And
2: there is a time and a way to exclaim your, your thanksgiving.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: definitely, definitely. This has been very helpful for me. And I, I <laughs> hope it's been helpful for everyone listening as well. Uh to realize how much we actually do complain uh, and to try to make it to where, you know, we don't complain so much and that we uh, rejoice instead whenever things happen. I mean, even bad things, we can rejoice in the fact that, hey, we're going through a trial and I'm being tried by fire and God is perfecting me. And one,
2: one thing I do want to say, Isaac, before we close, a recommendation uh, that I would have is how much easier would it be if you went throughout your day with that verse in front of you, rejoice in the Lord all way, and again I say rejoice. If you could see that at all times throughout your day, I mean, how much easier would that be to not complain if you're reading that verse all day long? Which is yeah. why I would say find some way to inject that into yourself or put that verse in your pocket or... Are you condoning that, tattoos? I'm not condoning <laughs> tattoos, that's not, we won't get into that <laughs> just that for yourself. I mean, it would probably be helpful if you had that to read right in front of you at all times. But um, what I am saying is if you could set a reminder on your phone or set your wallpaper as that verse or have someone who can hold you accountable and, and remind you of that, um, just some way to put that into your mind every day,
1: how much mm-hmm. easier would it be to go throughout that day thinking about that instead? So when my wife is giving birth and she's like talking about how painful it is, I'm gonna be like, Listen, "Rejoice in the Lord, rejoice in the Lord always." You
0: know, we're we're getting a son out of this. She's so. probably gonna hit you pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna do that. I I can't imagine Emma hitting anybody, but I think that That's she probably true. would in that moment. because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think would, I would hit you in that moment. <laughs> that that
1: would be inappropriate. That was just a joke. I to know any, you're having a kid. Any but wo- please stop complaining. <laughs> <laughs> to any women who are who are listening, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Emma. Just kidding. Uh, I mean, I Emma don't have listens? anything else. Uh, Emma sometimes listens, okay. mainly when I don't don't talk very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I don't
0: have uh, I don't have anything else. Isaac, do you have anything? Uh, nope. I think I'm good. Other than just challenge myself and everyone else stop complaining start rejoicing
1: all right well um without further ado
0: this is Ryan this is Caleb and this is Isaac thank you so much for listening to the king's advocate podcast mm-hmm.